Hey, happy to have you along. Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest once again this week is my longtime friend, my good friend. I say long time. It seems like a long time. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah, yeah, it's been just basically been a couple of years, but uh, but I have enjoyed getting to know you, Randall. I really have. Yeah, same and, here. Uh, I appreciate uh, your friendship. I appreciate the way uh, you allow God to use you in your life. Randall Rittenberry is my guest today. Randall has served, uh, as we talked about last week, as a lead pastor, associate pastor, youth pastor. Uh, he has a, a podcast, uh, and he is a Christian author, author of three Christian books. We're going to continue to talk about those. Welcome back, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you for, for joining me this week. Uh, we talked about last week uh, a book that you wrote called Core Ministry, and we moved into Randall, uh, and by the way, we shared, and I'll, I'll never forget this, uh, you know, uh, we talked about the calling that God has on your life. At five years old, yeah. somebody asked you what you wanted to do. Now, you weren't even a Christian yet. Ever see no. Christ your Savior? Somebody said, "What you want to do?" You said, "I'm going to be a preacher." <laughs> Boom! It just came out of you. A couple of years later, you're reading Bible stories to your brothers and sisters, yeah. and God's taking you down that path. That, yeah. That's incredible that 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 that's, that was in us. I, I remember an aunt of mine. Uh, you know, we grew up in a, a little country church, and she said, "Do I, I remember it? I didn't remember this either." She said, "You would get outside in the backyard with, and then have this <laughs> handkerchief in your hand. All the preachers had handkerchiefs in their hand. They yeah. waved it yeah. out of saw. And so she said, "You'd wave this handkerchief." and you'd just start preaching oh, and, man, and I, awesome. as, as a kid. Then, yeah. And I didn't have any idea what I was doing, but uh, but God did. And and uh, and it's just great that we serve an all-knowing God. Amen. Yeah. We serve an all-knowing God with a purpose in our life. So we talked about your book, Core Ministry. We also were talking about last week a book you've written called about What Makes People Click. Mm-hmm. God has given us a personality yep. to serve what he put us on this earth to do. Yes. And there's many tools or vehicles been been developed to study those personalities. And what makes people click has to is about the DISC profile, DISC. Right. Talk about that in general terms. What 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 is what is DISC and how can it be used in their life and in their ministry? Well a DISC is, is simply a, a way to, to profile personalities and, and each uh, DISC is um, stands for each personality. So you have a D personality, which is dominant, yeah. uh, an I personality, which is inspirational, an S personality, which is steady, and then a C personality, which is conscientious. And what you what you find with those is is that, you know, people people relate to the things around them based on the personality. And actually that you can develop, you will develop personality traits based on the things around you too. So you can you can be by nature, you know, by nature I'm I'm a high C and I and and then when I started to view the world, I maintained that because I thought, well, this is the way I've got to. It's basically the, it's basically looking at the world and saying, this is the way for me to survive and to yeah. thrive. I've got to project this. I've yeah. got to be this. Um, and and so we and that's just how it happens. I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna go down and see, see your thoughts about this. And you've had okay. much more study than I have. But the dominant personality—that's the leader. That's the yep. one. That's a, 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 a take the bull by the horns, take charge about the mission, about getting the job done, yeah. about you know that sort of thing. And then uh, in, uh, I is inspirational. They're the encourager, the inspire. Yeah, you know maybe cast a vision, encourage people, that sort of yeah. thing. They like the, they like attention. Yeah. So actually, yeah. your musicians, your your, yeah. your people like that. That's most good. of the time, movie stars are usually used. Not always, but usually high. And, yeah. and the S is the steady person. They're yeah. the they're the, the, the the as I think you said when we were off air worker bees. They mm-hmm. just get the job. That they're loyal. Yes, you know, they make the best friends. They're yeah. the they're the people that when you're out there on the phone, they're you're hearing them say, "Oh, I, yeah, I'm sorry, really." They're just they just yeah. listen well. They make great employees. Yeah. They make great friends. They're just steady. Uh, and then the C or the uh, uh, con- uh, con- what's the C? Con- conscientious, conscientious yeah, the, the very detail, detailed detail yeah. person. Uh, I heard, and I'll see what you think about this. Uh, 
just kind of a brief overview. You know, you've got a DISNC in the car, and the and the eyes driving. And he said, "Man, I don't know. We're lost, but we're making great time." You yeah. know, and and the and the uh, and the uh, the C says, "Well, hey, listen, C sitting in the back seat. I've got a map here, man. It's go down three red lights. You turn left. You go two blocks. You turn. I've got to just follow this map here." And then and the D is saying, "Well, just shut up and let me drive. I'm going to take over drive." And the S is saying, "Can't we all just get along?" Yes, is that yeah, kind of an overview, a description of, that's of how great, that works? It is. It's yeah. great. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. Now, how does God? Uh, and, and and we we look as we study characters in the Bible, mm-hmm. in my view, the Apostle Paul was a D. He had to be. I mean, he had to be. I mean, he. Had, I mean, he, he was. In fact, I think there's one. The one. I wish I could remember the exact scripture. Said Paul left the area so the people could get a rest. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, he was a hard charging kind of guy, and God, yeah. now God used it. He had to be to go out in three missionary journeys and take charge. Right. And so right. God's given us those things to do what we're called to do. Talk about that a little bit, if you will. Yeah. It, every when you look at all the gifts uh, in the Bible, whether it's the Ephesians four, the fivefold ministry gifts, or yeah. if it's. Um, First uh, Corinthians twelve, you'll you'll see you'll kind of see those personalities, you know, like a prophet. A prophet's got to be a D, yeah. Especially like the Old Testament style prophet. You mean, I mean, think about that. You're here's Elijah, right? And he's, yeah. like, he's like, I tell you what, let's just call fire down that wet wood. We'll see who's God's the best. That's okay, a deep, that's it's a, a, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so you so those personalities are, are needed. And what what one of the things that that I that I like to stress with it is, if we're not careful, we get tend to lock in. Well, I'm a D, and that's all I'll ever be. Yeah. Well, I'm an I. That's all. No, that's just what you are right now, or in this situation. Yeah. You know what what I encourage people to do is is in regard to studying these personality types, is find the ones that you're weakest in and grow them, grow yeah. that. You know, and so. Uh, take uh, for, for like I'm a high C, uh, very conscious, very, t- but I'm also a secondary D, uh, which is which is similar to the Apostle uh, Paul as well, you know, yeah. because because he's a studier, man, you know, he, you yeah. know, look at look at his epistles, they're like, you oh, know, yeah. they're so they're so um, detail oriented based on on the Old Testament revelation of Jesus, mm. and, and so, but the the trick is there may be times God says I need you to be an I, yeah. Well, if we've not developed that, that's a scary proposition. You know, I'm a I'm a CD, but I love to play music in front of people. You know, I'm a drummer too, so I love you know, and I love and I love to teach. So the, I have, sometimes I have to let that I come out. You know, we we actually all have all four personalities. Yeah, technically, it's just what do we default to, especially under pressure. Yeah, and so that's what I encourage people is 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 to look at those and say, well, this is what I am, but. Where can these other ones benefit me? Because what what human nature is, I'm a D, and that's the only way to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm an and, I, and that's the only way to be. Yeah, I'm a D, and everybody should be one. That's right. That's, that's right. That's, 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 that's right. A, that's kind of way D's think. <laughs> yeah. If everybody were more like me, you know. But, yeah. But we all have those tendencies. But God, we we we, as you say, technically we have all four, mm-hmm. and it depends on the situation we're in and what needs to come forth as well. Right. Allow God to use us. Right. And grace is grace is bigger than all oh, those, yeah. and He and grace requires us to use different gifts at different times. So. Yeah. And and what brought this subject up was uh, was Randall's book. What makes people click? Mm-hmm. What makes people click? The second book he wrote. And again, folks who want to learn more about that, tell them about where to, where they can get that book. They actually the only place you can get it right now is on Amazon okay. uh, as an ebook right now. So and Randall Rittenberry, they they just go just in type your in name. my name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what makes people click? We are glad you are with us on the chat today. My guest is my friend, Randall Rittenberry. We've got more to come in just one moment. You stay with us. 
We're back on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with my friend and uh, a friend of mine who served as pastor, youth pastor, associate pastor, has a podcast. Uh, he's also a Christian author. We're talking about that. And uh, I want to move, Randall, into uh, the, the third book you've written, which uh, I'm really anxious to learn more about and to uh, to reread. You, you gave me a copy of your, uh, the, 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 what you call the model of the that? The proof, yeah. The yeah, proof the of proof, that. Yeah. And then thank you for the copy of the final work. Discovering Purpose finding god's plan for your life wow now there's a topic there's a topic (laughs) give us an overview about what you want your readers to take away uh, from this book i think there's two things i want them to take away the first one is that um, no matter who you are where you are status whatever it is god has a place for you has a purpose for you he he when you were created you were created with a specific purpose uh, the beautiful thing about that as well is there'll be so many other secondary purposes that come out of it that will not only bless your life, but it'll bless ultimately, and the goal is to bless other people's lives. The second thing that I want people to take away is uh, that it's never too late to start pursuing that purpose and finding what that is, you know, and, and it's so it's it's equal parts. Um, how, how do I find my purpose? And But it's also, you know, encouragement, you know, encouraging people to, to don't, you know, and and I think, I guess a third one would be that if you've know your purpose and you've walked away from it, it's never too late to come back to it. Wow. You know, and so that, that's, that's, that's a good theme in the book as well. So, you know, I used to, wow, this is, this is so rich. Um, Well, let me just ask this, put this question out there about finding purpose, Mm -hmm. but how do you, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. we all have one. We all know that. And and when I'm see see what your thoughts are about that. I, I used to have this idea, and I still do. God's got a plan for your life. God's got a purpose for your life. You right. got something out there. One day He'll show it to me, and I'll know exactly what to do. <laughs> but what I'm realizing in my life, anyway, is to a great degree, God's plan and purpose for my life is going on while we sit here in the yes. studio, yeah. while we have this conversation, yes. while we advance His kingdom through what we're doing now. Yeah. Talk to me about that. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Dwight. I think, you know, and I go back going back to our previous conversation, you know, I knew at five I was supposed to preach. I got saved at about seven. And then even at nine and ten, I was teaching. And no matter where I was at in life, uh, whether it was in the arena of sports, whether it was um, like when I got done playing sports, I wanted to coach. Well, what's coaching? It's teaching. teaching. Yeah. Uh, and then in, in in regard to like, I can remember I always was the one like my kids were doing something. I'd be the one to volunteer to coach. I'd be the one to volunteer to lead the boys, the, the Cub Scout troop. Yeah. You know, to do all that stuff because you, that was my heart. It doesn't matter what I've done. I've always come back to, you know, teaching, you know, even in music, I, you know, I, I love to take young musicians and teach them how to put together albums, how to put together uh, songs, how to, how to get booked. You know, I'm te- constantly teaching something all the time. And, and, and it wasn't conscious. It was just, I found myself doing those things. And, and it's the same thing, you know, business people will always do business, Yeah, you know, regardless of where you're at. And, and, um, Pastors will always pastor. Teachers will always teach. Leaders will always lead. And and it, it, the trick is identifying it. It's whatever area it's showing. God's so. Yeah. What, what I think you're saying is God's plan and purpose is showing up all the time. Yes. Whether yeah. we recognize it or not. That's right. If, yeah. if people in one of the chapters of the book it talks about um, a common thread that your entire life, no matter what it is you've wanted to do, there's a common thread through all of it. And years ago, when I was a youth pastor. Um, 
Ron Allen, our pastor Ron Allen, his yeah. daughter Kristen challenged me on this because uh, she was like 14. She says, because I, ta- I was teaching this even back back then. This was in the, the late, the mid, late 90s. And, and she says, she said, well, one day I, I wanted to be a bus driver. And then the next day I wanted to be, um, I think it was a, a, a fireman or a policeman or, or I can't remember what it, what it was, but yeah. she says, she says, they're totally different things. I'm like, yes, but they both take place people places. Yeah. You see, so there's that, there was that common oh, yeah. thread. It was something else that she wanted to do, but it was wow. taking place people you know, and so um, uh, I, I know you can't imagine Kristen challenging anybody. But, you know, <laughs> no. And it wasn't like mean. It wasn't yeah. mean at all. Yeah. So, Kristen, if you're but listening, I don't mean you're mean. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but it was, you know, if we can find that common thread, you know, what's been the common thread in my, in my common thread? And, and the Lord showed this to me when I, you know, I started writing this manuscript in 1999. And when I came to that chapter, it, it was the life of Moses is what he showed this to me. In, and, and he said, well, and I asked him, I said, well, how, what's the common thread in my life? And he said, well, the, you know, he, the teaching. Yeah. I said, yeah, but I wanted to be a professional sports athlete at one time. It was, and then I wanted to be a rock star at one time. You know, I mean, I, I, mean, I actively worked toward doing that. Yeah. You know? and, and, um, and I said, what's the common thread in that? And he said, in both cases, you're influencing people, you're in front of people, and people know who you are. Yeah. And so yeah, you've got an audience, in other thread. words. That, yeah. that was the common thread for me. And God's goal and purpose and talents and gifts are showing up in all those things yes. before we've got it. So it's not yes. like one day you, boom, right. it's like it's showing up all the time and we don't even know it. Yeah. Aren't even aware of it. Yeah. Remember Jeremiah 1.5, I ordained you. That yeah. ordination, that, that, that was there. It goes through your entire life, whether you recognize it or not. Womb. Yes. Yeah. Wow. To the day you die, it's there yeah. whether you recognize it or not. I, I remember, uh, wow. I, I remember, uh, and, you know, all the time, I, and I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, um, I got paddlings from first grade, second grade, <laughs> third too. grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. I'm talking about, I probably had the school record in my elementary <laughs> school at most paddlings for, the, for my time there. And most of my paddlings were for talking when I should have been quiet. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be quiet. Yeah. Uh, it's, and, and, and just, and it was that, a lot of misdemeanors, not felonies, but I mean, Dwight, you're talking back there again. Come up here. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, then, and then I remember uh, joining the Cub Scouts. And one day our Cub Scout leader walks in. He says, pointed at three of us and said, get in the room here. I get in my car here. We're going to take a little trip. So we, he took us to a little studio, a radio studio, Sweetwater, Tennessee, had us walk up to a microphone. Wow. And I don't know why he picked me. I don't know why he pointed me. And he said, walk up to this microphone. There's a card hanging over the microphone and just read that card. So the card was a, what I know now was a public service announcement encouraging little boys to read the, to join the Cub Scouts. Join us Cub Scouts. Have fun. More fun than a barrel of monkeys. <laughs> well, I looked around that little room. Just Well, it was a smaller room than we're in now and with not nearly the technology we have now. Right. But, uh, but I thought, wow, I'm at home. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Was, I knew that was part of me. Yeah. And and just and so it was just it was that skill in me and gift and teaching and communicating that was there that I didn't even know. Yep. Wow. And it was all the it was it was all of that. Uh, and I remember uh, a speech. An English teacher saw something that I didn't even know had me. Got me involved on the speech team, debate team, when I was failing miserably at, at, at that early on. I said, "I don't want to do this more." No, she, you can do this. <laughs> and it had it not been, but it was God's plan and God's yeah. purpose going on. You know, when I was in school, I hated to publicly speak. Yeah, I hated it. I would dread it. Now. I can't get enough. <laughs> you and I both never. Well, met. My, my wife says I just like to hear myself talk. Yeah, so. we've, never, we've never met a microphone we didn't like. That's, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Randall Rittenberry is my guest today. You're on the chat. Stay with us. More to come in just a moment.
Hey, we're back on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest today, Randall Rittenberry, pastor, youth pastor, associate pastor, Christian author, podcast. We're talking about uh, his books, by the way. Uh, the, the book we're talking about now is his third one, Discovering Purpose, Finding God's Plan for Your Life. I want our audience to know if they're interested in getting a copy of that book. How's the best way to do that, Randall? Uh, you can go to Amazon.com. Uh, you can get it in ebook form, or you can get it in paperback form. You can also go to my website, RandallRittenberry.com. Uh, and order it there as well. And I, I know, I just know that now that there are people listening, I, sometimes, and of course, it's easier to have a look at it in, at my age now mm-hmm. uh, than it was then, but but they're just kind of struggling with this. I know God's got a plan for me. I know God's got a purpose for me. Uh, you know, I just don't know what it is. Someday he'll show it to me. Talk to those people about what to do today, you know, uh, you know, and, and not to stress out over it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Don't stress out over it. Yeah, don't stress out over it. If you're, I would encourage you to actively seek your purpose. You know, actively do that first. I would actually, actually, I would encourage you to actively seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness yeah. first, because then all things are added to us. But then, you know, actively seek that. That what am I called to do? And and there are things that God has given us. Or there's uh, road signs, so to speak. That he's given us, you know, one is the common thread that we talked about. There's a common thread. Uh, the other is, I, I would, I would encourage you just to pay attention to what you've done, what you are doing, and what you seem to find yourself falling into most of the time. And I think most of the time you you can find what your purpose is in that. You know, what I find is it's very rare that the Lord just say, "I'm calling you to do this." Until you've actually already figured it out. <laughs> I don't know why that is. You yeah. know, uh, I think sometimes we would get overwhelmed. Uh, or scared uh, to do that. And and, uh, uh, and and then there are cases where, you know, you see that from the scripture where God says, well, I'm calling you to do this. You know, you take the life of Moses, for example. You know, the, the word Moses means to draw out. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, yes. In yes. Hebrew, it's what it means. And, and he was he was drawn out of the water. Uh, he was called to draw out the nation of Israel. And then, when, and then, you know, when he when he murdered that man and then fled, when he came into Midian and he saw the women... You know, he drew water for them. You know, he that's could right. not escape that. And so that's why I he say was just, drawing out his whole, he was living up to his name his whole life. Yes. And that's why I say just pay attention. And, and what, you're, what you'll find is once you figure out your core purpose, and the book talks about this, there'll be spokes that kind of come out of that. And it's, it's serendipity. It's what I find on the way, to, you, know, you know, to where I'm going. It's not necessarily the goal, but it's what I find on the way. And with me, you know, I, when, I, when I knew I was called, when I finally when my head caught up to my past, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love that. okay, well, I'm, I'm called to do this. And there was other avenues, you know, like, like with the, with the, with the second book, that really isn't necessarily a Christian book per se. It's not a Christian teaching, yeah. but it's, it's another avenue. The Lord took me down, yeah. you know, and, and they'll be, they're, they're more like the podcast is one, you know, th- those are avenues that the Lord opens up just to bless our lives and to be a blessing to the, out of that core purpose. Yeah. You know, and so it's a lot of, it's just, pay, it's just paying attention. Just you know, and, and I probably at some point in time said this about, and about uh, God's plan for my life and fulfilling. Well, I don't know if I want to surrender to God or not. He, he might call me to be a missionary in Africa. You yeah. know, if that's the truth, if that's tr- if, if that's your call, then you really won't ever be satisfied anywhere but Africa. You won't. Uh, it's, that's it, a great you, point. You have a, you have a chapter in the book called Heart's Desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, your plan, your purpose, as you learn about it and go along. It's going to be something that you, I'm not saying it'll be fun every day right. and there won't be 
challenges and, and questions and needs, but it'll be something that'll be basically you enjoy yeah. and fulfilling to you. Am yes. I right about that? Yes. Heart's Desires is yeah. the name of chapter in your book. Yes, absolutely. You know, we, we again, you're exactly right. We think God's going to make us do something we're not going to do. What you, what, what you find is, and I'm having this happen to me right now, actually. Um, where the Lord is actually placing a desire in me. That's out of the core purpose. Yeah. But he's placing a desire in me that I didn't have a year ago, two years ago. It's his desire. Yeah. But it's becoming mine. Let me say this, and I wish I had put this into the book. I don't think that I did. Maybe, maybe kind of, I wish I had paid more attention or placed more emphasis on it. But one way we can find out our purpose is listen to the people around us. What are they say? What do they see in you? Yeah, your pastors, Boy, your point. your your church leaders, your friends. You know the people that know you the best. What do they see? You know, and and I had to be honest. I, I pastored a church, and I never wanted to go back. I, I never wanted to go back and pastor again. I, I just I was like, I, I don't do this anymore. It's too much yeah. responsibility. It's it's you know I enjoy teaching. I enjoy. There's a lot of responsibility in teaching the word too. You know that. Yeah. But it's it's a little different than oh, actually, it is. than dealing one on one with people's lives. Sales and management for me. Yes, yes. <laughs> but 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 slowly but surely, I think the Lord is is starting to draw that out. And a lot of that's because I keep hearing people tell me. I see this in your life, and I'm like, I don't want you to see this. <laughs> but, but, I, but, I, you know, I, you know, I have to pay attention to that. You know, I have to. If I'm going to respect God, I have to respect the people He's placed in my life to yeah. speak that into me. To and speak so, into your life. and I think a lot of that would, in regard to discovering purpose, is 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 find people you trust and say, Hey, what what do you see in me? What do you, what do you? Wow, that's you so know? good. Randall Rittenberry is my guest today. We're talking about his book, Discovering Purpose: Finding God's Plan for Your Life. You also have a chapter. Uh, uh, it's called The Power of Hope. Yeah, the power of hope. What is Bible hope? It's confident it, expectation of good. That's, go. the, that's the Greek definition. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, and how, how does that how does that play into your purpose? Well, if I don't believe that God wants good things for me, then I won't believe He has a purpose for me, or, or that the, that purpose will create good. You yeah. know, and so I, I think that's that's the general thing. If I don't if I if I don't have hope or a confident expectation of good things from God, then I won't pursue them. Wow. You know, I'll, I'll actually avoid them. You know, yeah. we, we avoid things that brings pain into our life, every yeah. one of us. And if we associate purpose with pain, then we'll avoid it. Oh, so, so hope is the exact opposite of that. So, yeah. yeah. And the, uh, and it, you know, in our culture, uh, you know, we, you hear people say, oh, well, I hope so. It sounds so anemic. Right. It sounds so, you know, just bottom of the barrel stuff. Yeah. I hope so. But but God's definition is confident expectation of good. Right. And that's got to be there before we step out and follow God's plan for our life. Absolutely. And in, in the hoping that you're talking about that people say, because I yeah. hear that all the time, too. It's a wish. It's not really a hope. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that song back. Uh, uh, usually wishing and hoping, like blowing out candles on a birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, God's hope is confident expectation. It of good. is. Randall, this has been great. These last two shows and programs it's went I, too fast. Hasn't yeah, it? <laughs> I know it just gets by. We can, we'll have to do this again, again, again sometime because I know you've got a new book you're working on. I'll mention that real quickly. Uh, actually, I'm gonna. I've got the the research done and I've got the outline done, and I'll actually probably around the first of the year I'll start writing it. But it's actually called Overcoming Depression. Wow. And it's going to be a uh, it's something the Lord spoke to me, you know, years ago to do. But the last couple of years, He's really impressed on me because it's an epidemic in our country. Oh, absolutely, uh, depression is, and and um, I experienced it for years. Yeah, and I overcame it. 
and I know how to, so, so it's going to be an experiential book, but it's also going to be very scientific book. The things yeah. that our brains deal with, the chemicals, all that stuff. So Yeah, when we, you get that out and get it ready for us, we want to come back and talk about that further. Absolutely. Yeah. Randall, thank you so much, buddy. Well, thank you for having me, Dwight. Randall Rittenberry has been my guest today. Happy to have you along. Join us next time for The Chat.